Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Point of Insanity Games Studios Geekery in General Podcast. I am Al, and it's time for another Al's Bargain Bin Adventures, exploring the, well, I don't know if I'd call them best, but they're definitely not always the worst, games that you can buy at your local used video game store for $5 or less. Today's game is Armored Core 4 by Sega for the Xbox 360. And I can tell by the cover of the instruction manual and the CD, it looks like this is going to be Mech Combat. Who doesn't like a good Mech Combat game? Oh, of course everyone loves a good Mech Combat game. Some of you might remember one of my early bargain bin adventures was actually a Mech Combat game called... Battle Rage. However, that does not count as a everyone loving a good mech combat game because that game really wasn't very impressive. However, I have a little bit higher hopes for this game, mainly because since this is an Xbox and not the Nintendo Wii, I don't have to muck around with motion controls, which, well, the problem with motion controls, I know they can be kind of tricky. They don't always quite work the way that they should. And I don't know, sometimes maybe it's just because of the conditions that I play these in. Uh, again, I'm recording, I hook up my game console directly to my computer, and when I'm using the Wii and I have the motion bar, well, it's kind of tricky to really get it in a position where I can see the computer screen and actually have the uh, sensor bar placed in a way where it's going to respond properly. But enough about Bargain Bin Adventures past. Let's pop in Armored Core 4 and check this game out. Hopefully this is a good game because if there's an Armored Core 4, then there probably was an Armored Core 1, 2, and 3. So if the game was able to spawn a... Well, if it's, well, I was going to say if it was able to spawn a few sequels, but if it is the latest in a continuing line of video games, hopefully that means it's not too bad. In the Myth. God is Force. The Force, like Star Wars? Okay, looks kind of like Mech Warrior. So just watching the opening cutscene, a dimly lit opening cutscene with a vaguely futuristic-looking cityscape with giant robots walking around. Okay, game, do something. Okay, so this looks like just an opening cinematic that I'm guessing has no relevance to the actual plot, so... See if we can skip it. There we go. Armored Core 4, press start button. 
So it looks like it does have the online component, but that's not really a big selling point for me, mainly because while I'm not really into online gaming, so we'll just leave everything here at defaults. Ah, what the heck, we'll just keep the default settings here. I feel a little more comfortable with this because it is just a regular controller as opposed to the mess that Battle Rage was with the motion control. I mean, I think looking back, maybe if they did make Battle Rage with traditional controller as opposed to the motion controls, it probably would have been a lot more enjoyable. Okay, move the AC to the target destination. So we've got our tutorial. It was the death of a legend and a mass pilfering of technology. The man she saved was an unrivaled raven paired with a next craft, used by research and development in their experiments. The colony Anatolia fell into a sharp financial crisis after losing its sole specialization in technology. Relying on a mercenary for hire was the inevitable resolution to keep food on the table. I used that man, and through him, her. I make no claim of righteousness. He was simply the only one who could have made it happen. Okay, we're going to start with the story here. I skipped past the tutorial stuff. It was pretty boring, just kind of going through your basic controls, your switching weapons and such. So, let's go to the story mode now that I had a chance to practice. Griffin, the independent city. Griffin was abandoned after losing its central infrastructure to large-scale terrorist attacks. These groups just let themselves in and set up shop. This mission is a little show for the Pox, and as Anatolia's next, you're our star. GA, the largest company on the lot, is especially eager to see Griffin rebuilt. We won't get another chance like this to impress them. The stage is set. The rest is up to you. Good luck. Okay, here we go. Time to rock and roll. Hopefully the tutorial paid off. Ooh, we got tanks to shoot too. Radar up front there doesn't really do too much. Oops, getting near the edge of my area there. Hey, someone shot me. There it is. This game doesn't seem too bad. I uh, probably look a lot better on my normal TV instead of my dinky little computer screen here. Ah, there it is. Ah, up ahead.
Okay. Come Yay! Come on home. Okay. Where do I get home? Where's it going to automatically get home? There we go. I thought, okay, don't somebody got to go to a goal after defeating all those guys. Mission success. What the heck? Let's give one more mission a try. You did brilliantly. Emil is ecstatic. Cool. I don't know who I'm Emil is, but I'm glad he's ecstatic. Okay, so I definitely like this a lot better than Battle Rage. Uh, Battle Rage, like I said, it just <sighs> play control. Totalitarian rule by the companies beginning after the National Dismantlement War. Their aim was a tempered redistribution of the planet's limited resources. These wise fiscal masters took hold of resources and markets alike, driving people into the colonies and lives of harsh labor just to eat. Not nice guys, After missing huh? the boat in the development of the next, the new symbol of company power, GA was nothing but an antiquated giant. That was exactly why they accepted our offer. Merck's piloting nexts were the result of unsavory political machinations. Wizened warriors aboard insignificant nexts. They had no use except as political pawns. Back then, that was what everyone assumed, myself included. That sounds kind of like Patrick Stewart, so I wonder if it's Patrick Stewart doing that narration, or if it's just someone who sounds a lot like Patrick Stewart. Okay, trying a new mission. So far, this is actually kind of reminding me of Mech Warrior for the Super Nintendo. A fleet of unidentified submarines is closing in on the Eocene launch site. The ship's weight characteristics indicate they're Omer's Safi-class special subs, likely loaded down with Omer's explosive self-destruct weapons. You'll stand by on the peninsula and intercept the incoming self-destruct weapons with a volley of fire as they approach the launch site from the shore. Those are your orders. Yeah, because in uh, MechWarrior for the Super Nintendo, you had different missions you could choose when you wanted to. So, so far, this game does remind me of that particular game, which, not a bad thing. I mean, I I had fun with that game. It's probably one of the uh, better mech combat type games I've played. Granted, I haven't played a lot of them, but it wasn't too We've bad. The self-destruct devices approach. They're right on schedule with our projections. Prepare to intercept. Okay, here we go. The enemy fleet is inshore. Take a deep breath and move out. Okay, where are they? This is the EOC base patrol squad. We'll intercept the self-destruct devices that make it through. You just concentrate on thinning their numbers. Okay, there we go. I shoot at the stuff up there. Trying not to let him pass, but there's a ton of them. Okay, there we go. See, I was looking for like more ships or like uh, 
not ships or mechs or tanks or something. I wasn't expecting a bunch of little dots to have to shoot at. Okay, here's a, comes another. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of them. Sheesh! Must have really made someone mad to have him shoot all this stuff at you. Okay, how come I'm not shooting? Ah, that's a lot of uh, self-defense stuff coming through. Not sure why my other weapon isn't firing. Ah, more, more, no! Well, I suppose I should be happy that those things aren't aiming towards me, otherwise I'd be dead. Thank you for letting me know. Okay, I'm almost out of ammo here, so... I hope I got enough of them. I messed up, I think. Okay, how am I supposed to destroy all these? Okay, I think I failed this mission pretty badly, uh, mainly because I didn't have a lot of ammo. Kind of cool watching them uh, fly by, I guess. Because I failed. Okay, the only thing I don't like so far is how you gotta kinda stay in that one particular area. All in all, not too bad of a game. Like I said, I think I failed pretty miserably on this one. Maybe if I would've... I think maybe if I would've uh, upgraded my weapons and armor, uh, then I probably would've did better on this one. Not necessarily to upgrade my armor, but if I maybe would have bought more ammo, <laughs> or if I would have known what I was doing, I have a feeling that's why I didn't do too good at this mission. But I think it seems pretty good. I mean, the uh, play controls. Okay, that's the only thing that's really kind of annoying so far is you got to kind of stay within a certain area. I mean, come on, you could at least give me an invisible wall. Abandon C block. Protect the launch pad. The launch site is taking the elimination of enemy self-destruct units confirmed. It looks like the okay. launch site is still there too. Well, I, that's reassuring. Oh! Okay, I thought I was probably going to fail that based on the number of those little red dots that I saw uh, going through. I thought for certain I failed that particular mission. 
But I guess I made it through. So I think I'm going to call this particular episode to a close. So all in all, Armored Core 4 does not seem like a bad game. It actually is kind of fun. Uh, I think it'll probably be a little easier once I get the hang of it, and I'm sure that's some of these right. missions. Let's go home. I'm glad I'm all right, too. Like, yes, let's go home. I think it'll be a lot of fun once I get a hang of the controls and have a chance to upgrade my mech. That's one of the things I do like about you know, Mech Warrior for the Super Nintendo as well, how you got to upgrade your battle mech and, uh, you know, you had to choose things like, you know, of course, armor, weapons, and there were some types of accessories, like jump jets, for example, I, I know some, a couple of lighter mechs had, and you also had to choose things like heat sinks. I've only played the actual Mech Warrior tabletop game, like, once, but from what I recall, it, it simulated the rules fairly closely because uh, I know one of the big things was the heat sinks where you had to make sure you had enough of them so your mech wasn't overheating. And it was kind of the same thing in the Mech Warrior game for the Super Nintendo where you had to really kind of balance things out where if you put too much armor on your mech, of course you were you know, going to be slowed down, and I think you overheated too quickly, and it's the same thing with the weapons, but all in all, I think this game does have potential, and probably well worth the, uh, see, $4.99 I paid for it, so, like I said, I'll have to give this one uh, another shot later on. Well, anyways, thank you for listening. If you have ideas for topics you'd like to see me cover on the Geekery in General podcast, please feel free to drop me a line. You can contact me through my website, POIGamestudio.com, or you can also look up Point of Insanity Game Studio on Facebook, and you can leave a message for me that way as well. With that said, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you are listening to the audio, you can catch the video of this episode on Point of Insanity Game Studio's YouTube channel. If you were watching the video and you want to listen to the audio, you can catch that on podbean.com. Just look up Geekery in general or just type in poigamestudio.podbean.com. So thank you for joining me and have a good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, blah, 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 yeah, 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 yakety schmackety, and happy gaming. <laughs>